You're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and tips on how to be a better dater. I'm Emily. And I'm Jennifer. And we're We're the matchmakers. matchmakers. Now let's deep dive. Welcome back, singles. Thanks for tuning in to Deep Diving Into Dating. This week, we are talking about something really fun, and Jennifer's not here with me. Um, I'll introduce my co-host to you in a little bit, but the first thing we're going to be deep diving about today are love languages. More importantly, do you know your love languages? Why are they important, and what do they mean? All right, singles, so now let's deep dive. All right, so I'm here with Lauren. Lauren, say hi to everyone. Hi. All right, Lauren is here, and um, basically, Lauren wears a lot of hats in the office. So, Lauren, kind of tell everyone what you do. Tell them about you and how you know you met your husband as well. Yeah. So here, I am a date coordinator. So I um, I get to pick out where our singles are going to meet for their first date, um, and I also get to talk to them about their dates and how it went and what they liked and didn't like and that kind of thing. So um, I get to be a big part of their day-to-day journey in the dating world. Yeah. Um, and then I also hostess a lot of 8 at 8 dinners. So I get to get out there and meet everybody in person, which is really fun. And I met my husband online through OkCupid. Okay yes. Yeah. What year? Let's see. Six years ago. Okay. To do some math. Yeah, no, that's, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2015, all right, cool. yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, Lauren's been here for a little, almost half a year, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Nine months. Nine months, okay. yeah. So, um, all right, so let's get into love languages. Lauren, kind of tell me, like, do you believe in love languages? What are your initial thoughts on love languages? I definitely believe in them. Mm-hmm. So when I, I started reading the book, and it just makes so much sense. And it also, I feel like it, I read it when uh, my husband and I were just dating, and it helped me understand him so much more. Yeah. And um, helped me, like, kind of gauge my expectations. And then it also helped me understand what I like so that I could communicate it better so that we weren't, um, you know, both feeling deprived. Yeah. Yeah. I think (laughs) that's a good way to put it. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So if you listeners are listening in, the book is called The Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. Um, It's an awesome book. I also don't necessarily think you need to read the book. I mean, you can pick up on chapters and stuff, but taking the quiz is great. It's free online. Um, But the reason why we think love language or why I think love languages are so important is because, and okay, so I've been here Five going on five years in September, and so many most of our clients are divorced, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, I asked them, "How what happened? Why did right. you get divorced?" And almost every time, it could have been fixed by just knowing how the other person wanted to be loved. Yeah, absolutely. It was so crazy. Like it's pretty simple, you guys. Right. I mean, no, it's not. Marriage is really hard. Trust me. But <laughs> like, I feel like knowing how, like, if I keep wanting to give Chase gifts and that means nothing to him, all he wants me to do is unload the dishwasher, then, you know, he would get fed up with me giving him gifts. But that's how I show love. So, all right, we're going to kind of get into it. Um, I'm just going to kind of go over, okay, so why I think knowing and understanding your love languages is important is because it really provides you with the communication to explain to your partner your emotional needs, okay? So it's also important to know well, how would I say this? I don't know. 
it's important to know their love language so you can meet their emotional needs too. Like right. it's a two way street here. Yeah. And I think it too, it helps you understand when they're showing you love and yeah. sometimes you totally miss that. Yeah. My, like my husband's his, he is an acts of service, mm-hmm. um, the way he shows love. And so if I didn't know that and have the like communication tools to understand that I would just, I would totally miss that mm-hmm. he was even showing me love. I would just think, Oh, he's, you know, responsible person right (laughs) and so yeah I think that like if I was looking for someone to do big romantic gestures or gifts Mm -hmm. if that was what I was looking for I would just think that he didn't he yeah didn't didn't like you right right and so so I think that um, right yeah so it's like I remember when I I read just like the introduction of the book and it was talking about how people Mm -hmm. were they were both showing love, but completely missing it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so it's, um, so both of them were feeling unloved, even though the other person was doing, doing everything in their right. power. So then people, the yeah, people wow. leave their marriages thinking I've done everything I could. Right. And the other person thinks the same thing. Yeah. And they were just missing each other. It was like yeah. ships passing in the night. Is it just me or is this like really deep? This is really okay, deep. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's heavy. It's heavy stuff. I know. Yeah. Okay. So I want to start by going over the five love languages. So I always like kind of forget them. So um, words of affirmation. So an example of that would be like, you look so good with your hair like that. Right. So it, this is like all small gestures. Okay. Quality time. So let's sit and watch football together. Right. Uh, acts of service, unloading the dishwasher, taking out the trash, going to the grocery store, um, breaking down those cardboard Amazon boxes, <laughs> um, receiving gifts. Um, so I saw this in line and thought of you, so I got it. You know what I mean? Like a cute little candy or cute little candy bar. Oh my god! But let's we're I'm hungry right now and like <laughs> right. really wanting candy. A cute little candy bar. <laughs> but um, and then physical touch. So holding hands, kissing. Potentially, this to some means PDA. I really don't think it means PDA. I just think like your partner really just wants a hug mm-hmm. and that's, that'll make them feel important. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people like, just to reiterate this, you show love ideally how you want to receive it. So if you're not in tune with these communication skills and these like fill, filling the emotional needs, then you're going to bypass it. Right. You're not even going to know because your partner might not show it how you want them to. Because mm-hmm. their idea of showing love is different. So what's your love languages? I want to get into that. So I feel like the way that I show it and want to receive it is quality time. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, that's how I show it in friendships, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not great at giving gifts. Right. We <laughs> always talk about that. Yeah, I have yeah. a really hard time, you know, giving, like, thinking of gifts to give people. Mm-hmm. But... I usually end up buying like tickets to go do something together. Like yeah. that's more of my speed. Um, and now I know how to tell Tyler when it's like, okay, like it's tell been me a about while. that. Yeah, like I'll if if it's been a while since we've had like just the two of us time, quality time, mm-hmm. which I think is something too that I, you have to understand is like it's not just oh we sit at home and have dinner together every night like mm-hmm. not really paying attention that kind of thing mm-hmm. like i'm like i need some time with you that's just us mm-hmm. that's a little special mm-hmm. and that we're like really focused on um you know each other each other yeah. and not looking at our phones mm-hmm. or whatever so um so yeah that's something that i've had to learn how to like tell him like okay so like how would you tell him 
Like, uh, what do you, yeah. s- you just straight up say, listen. Yeah, I just okay. say, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I've, I've gotten a lot better about communication. Inter- marriage makes you a lot better at communicating. Yeah. Because you have to. You have to be. Like, over-communicate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something, too, with the love languages is um, understanding that you can't, someone can't read your mind and know how you like to receive love or know that you're showing love. You have to learn how to communicate it. Um, and like advocate for what you need mm-hmm. and then also understand when the person tells you how they're showing love, under, like learn to see it from that perspective so yeah. that you're not just like, well, that doesn't matter to me. Right. Like, you understand right. where they're, yeah, you they're, have to like genuine. Take it yeah, like, yeah. They're genuine in what nice. they're, they're showing you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So sometimes I just have to be like, up. Hey, now do you not- remember what you said when you were dating or did you never really have that struggle? So I feel like when we, when, uh, Probably like the first. Or did you? You said you took it with him, right? I, the test. I, I read the book. Oh, oh, okay. I um. Well, I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't read all of it. Okay. I I kind of sk- I read the introduction. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Yeah. And then kind of skimmed through the different sure. types, and then took a quiz. And yeah. then so I was talking to him about the book and mm-hmm. about you know what I learned about myself. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what yours are. Yeah. And so then he like took a quiz. So okay, I did kind that of natural. same thing. <laughs> okay, so when Chase and I were dating, I sent him the quiz. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm this one and mm-hmm. whatever. But the funny thing that I've learned over time is that I think I'm like three of them versus one. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if that's possible, but like, but who, I, I don't know. So I'm words of affirmation. I, I want... Okay, here. Mm-hmm. I want words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I want gifts, obviously. <laughs> and I want access service. Mm, okay. So, like, I remember, like, and I didn't realize this was important to me, but, like, acts of service really, like, and I don't know if you can, like, equate this to just relationships in your life versus, like, boyfriends or whatever. But, um, like, I always felt good when somebody, like, vacuumed the floor and I didn't have to or something right. like that. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. Like, but it takes yeah, it takes some like stress I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's you. so nice. Like, I just always appreciated it when mm-hmm. somebody else did, some, like, a service for me. So I really think that one's important. Um, words of affirmation. I mean, who doesn't want to be told they're pretty? I don't know. Why? <laughs> right. Like, if I'm the only one? No, I'm just kidding. But um, Chase doesn't – I have to get him to work on that better, which I think we're getting to, which is good. Um, and then receiving gifts, I feel like I don't get that, but I would like to. So I need to work on that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm giving gifts. Like I want to give gifts to every person at all times. Like I want to spend all my money on gifts for other people. Like it's so You're weird. You're a very good gift Yeah. Giver. Like you, you think about it for yeah. a long time. I like love personalize it. Personalize it. Yeah. yeah. I love like it. that's a strength of yours yeah. for sure. And it's fun for me potentially. So that's why I love it too. But um, I've noticed a lot of people aren't that way. So, you know, I'm a rare bird and mm-hmm. wanting to give gifts. Um, so I don't know. And then like, I feel like if I bring home a gift, it's like, oh, thanks. You know, it's like, I don't know. So I need to work on it too. But Chase is um, quality time and touch. So like when we're watching TV together, I have to be mindful that he doesn't like it when I'm on my phone scrolling Instagram. Yeah. And by the way, follow us at <laughs> at one on one matchmaking. Um, but basically, yeah. So I think a lot of it's like a learning curve. You kind of have to like get with it and like yeah. know what they want, and you have to kind of like get out of your mind, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. just kind of like do it because they 
you love the person and you want to do it, right? Right, right. But when I, I want to kind of hone in on the people who are dating and listening to this. I always think it's kind of fun if you really like somebody to send them the quiz. I think that's kind of cute. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, I just took this because I was listening to the podcast called Deep Diving Into Dating and they said <laughs> I should do this. Um, and basically, I think that's a good way just to like talk about it more and stuff. I think reading the book's good, but I also think picking up on how somebody else wants love like if you find out in the first three dates like oh she really likes touch or oh she really likes gifts then on the fourth date you know what to do right. it's almost like a surefire way into their mind yeah and, and like letting like her know you how you it. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't think it's something that you have to wait until you're in a very serious or Mm-mm. like marriage or anything like that like honestly if people were more in tune with us probably help them be more successful right out of the gate mm-hmm. um and i i think like sometimes when i'm doing feedback calls after a date, I'll have people tell me, I don't think the other person was interested. And I've talked to the other person, and they were crazy about them. Yeah. But it's because they showed it in a different way than the other person was expecting. Um, And so I think this starts very early on, and sometimes Mm -hmm. people miss each other and miss the connection Mm -hmm. because they they were like, well, they didn't – like, for example, we've had – someone like show up with flowers. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about that. that. That's like really romantic and that's how they want to show somebody that they're excited to meet them. And some people are like, think that that's too much. That's not how they want someone to show they're interested. Oh, wow. Which, you know, most people I think would enjoy getting flowers. So I wouldn't discourage anyone. No, but I could see how a girl might get freaked out by that. Yeah. And so they, if they didn't know the guy, misconnection. Yeah. Yeah. Or some people, oh my God. Some people are like, he didn't tell me that I was pretty. I hear that all the time. He didn't like me because he didn't compliment me. Yeah. So then they think that the guy's not attracted to them. And it's like, the guy's like, oh, I thought she was beautiful. I just, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to come across. I don't want to be creepy. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to come across too strong. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, I think this starts, now that we're talking about this, I'm like, this starts off immediately. I it's know. not even, yeah, it's it not even just for maintaining a relationship. Right, yeah. And I think with that, too, it's almost like having the insight can take you from a first date to seriously getting married. Yeah. If you do, if you do right. it all right and, like, are conscious of it, I think it could be really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I also was thinking, you know, when I was saying how Chase doesn't, like, if we're doing quality time together, he doesn't like me to be on my phone and mm-hmm. stuff. Because I feel like, let's say, to me in my head, quality time just means spending time with Chase, right? Sitting mm-hmm. in the same room, being in the same room, honestly. <laughs> right. Like, I don't think of it too much. Just like you probably, you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably how Tyler thinks of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... If I'm, like, in the same room, so I think we're spending time together, but I'm vacuuming or I'm on Instagram or I'm, I don't know, folding laundry or whatever, like, he could potentially start resenting me because he's like, oh, she won't even spend time with me. You know what I mean? Like, and that, I think, could lead to, like, if the more resentment you put into a relationship, I mean, obviously, the worse it's going to get. Right. So I feel like the key takeaway here is you need to stop showing love how you want love. Right, yeah, you have you have to you have to also be open to the way they show love and yeah. being willing to show it in the way that they need it. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I I really think this is like good framework for like just communicating mm-hmm. to each other and also yeah. looking at things from your partner's perspective and not yeah. just getting caught up in yeah, your opinion, yeah, and your, your feelings, right? Like, like don't don't yeah. just be like, well, this is how I want to receive it and how I want to show yeah. it, and that's Ugh. that. Deal right, with it. You right, know, right. <laughs> like you have to be. Willing to work on um, yeah. being 
showing it and receiving it the way the other person. Yeah, and I think, like, for your example of dates that we experience here, like first dates and such, it's almost like they, how do I say this? Like, if they go out on a date and they don't figure out the communication style, or if they don't, because that could make them not click. Right. Mm -hmm. So they might not even go out again. Right. But they thought each other, they thought they were cute, but there was just a total sidebar missed opportunity. I was going to say something else, but now, you know, it's gone. I like (laughs) felt it literally leaving my head just now. (laughs) If you listen back on the podcast, you'll hear me. Um, But yeah, I guess a lot of the time you just need to be emotionally fulfilled, but you need to also emotionally fulfill someone else. Yeah. And I think that's important. And I think too, you can like maybe looking into this more before you start going on dates, you can get a little more perceptive of like the little hints people are dropping Mm -hmm. um, that lets you know how to communicate better with them. So you can like, if you're interested in them and you heard them mention that they just got this great gift from a friend or they loved spending time with their family, you know, those are clues into how someone shows, you know, even like platonic love with their friends and family. It's probably not all that different from how, they want to be treated in a relationship. So like, you know, you can, you can listen out for those kinds of yeah, things. Yeah. I just remembered the funniest story of all time. So I was talking to a girl here. I don't think she ended up joining, um, our services. I don't think so. Um, it's very vague memory, but I remember this was, she has a test. Okay. For every guy. So on the second date or third date, she has the men come over to her apartment. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And she leaves the trash outside. Ah. Okay. And empty, tr- or I can't remember. Hold on. Like a bag that needs to be taken out? A bag that needs to be taken out. Uh, No, just the empty trash can. That's it. Okay, she leaves just the empty trash can out there. All Mm -hmm. right? And then when the guy comes in, she'll notice if he's carrying the trash can for her to bring it in to fill it up. Or if he leaves it there. Oh, interesting. And that's her test. I think it's an access service thing. She's just seeing if they have that mentality if they have that thought process interesting isn't that interesting yeah because I was just about to say something about the trash it's like you can compliment your date as much as possible but like all she really wants you to do is like order for her or I don't know take out the trash like I don't know so I'm starting to think about trash and I was like wait a second I remember this story that was really that is so interesting I mean yeah I wonder like how that's worked out long term like I know too many people because I at first, I thought she wasn't – that. I got confused because at first, I thought she was leaving the bag in there. Because I remember being like, well, what if they think that your garbage, like, valet hasn't right. came yet? Right. They would, of course, leave it there. And I was like, so you're judging them on something that is irrelevant. And she was like, no, no, I leave an empty trash can to see if the bringing – where else is it going to go, Emily? I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to have to come in. I totally get that. And I'm like, part of me is like, that's kind of smart. But then part of me is like, uh, it's not a good idea to, like, test people because – Without telling, you know, like, agreed. It's you're setting yourself up for disappointment if right. you're gonna test people. Like, yeah. tell them, tell people what you want, yeah. what you need. I love that, Lauren. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So let's finish it up, everyone. Thanks for listening to deep diving into dating. I think the key point here is to learn about your love languages and learn about your dates' love languages sooner rather than later because that's your relationship's gonna be even more successful. Um, so everyone, I appreciate you tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at one-on-one matchmaking. 
write us a review and rank us five stars and tell us how beautiful we are and how great we are at giving advice. Because <laughs> yeah. I like affirmation and then come spend time with Lauren and Mom. Right. I'll, I'll consider it quality time while yeah. you're listening. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, all right. So hopefully you've learned some tips and tricks on how to be a better dater. Good luck and go get into a relationship. Bye, singles. Bye.